Welcome to the Legacy Life Podcast with me, your host, Sarah Parks. I'm a mum of three, an author, speaker, legacy coach, and lover of transformation. I help female entrepreneurs create family and financial freedom fast so you can have a calm, happy family and a thriving online business where you are living your legacy life. In this space, I will be talking about family freedom, financial freedom and ways that you can create your legacy life. Welcome to today's Legacy Life podcast episode and I'm so excited to have Keely Wright as my guest today. She is going to be sharing the journey that she has been on uh, with her sort of chronic health condition and how this woman I've known for a year now and the journey that I have seen her go on in that time has been massive. She's an incredible mother and so committed to work, doing the work. That's what I love about Keely. You know, doing the work, um, the mindset work, the energetic work, the physical work to um, being able to have the health that she desires and the emotional well-being within her family her whole family life which is how we met when she was really working on that aspect of her life and transforming that and the progress she made over sort of eight weeks was just phenomenal to uh, to watch and witness so welcome Keely hi Hi. (laughs) thank you for having me Oh, it's great to have you here. And I know that your um, your story will inspire so many people. So it's great that's to have you. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping to put it out there and help as many people as I can, really. Yeah, brilliant. So um, tell us a bit about you. Um, you know, uh, it, your sort of family situation and what caused you to want to start supporting others? Um, I've, I've, um, I've just got a normal life, really. I'm a single mom, two kids, um, I've the normal day-to-day struggles. Um, and I went, we went through a stressful, a stressful period of time um, and I really didn't know how to cope with it I didn't have the tools I had no idea how to cope with it I, I always I already struggled with health issues all, all my life but it was just the normal doctor saying oh it's just IBS it's just IBS take these meds and stuff like that but mm-hmm. as the years as the years went on and I was coping less and less with stress um more stressful situations were happening they were getting worse and I was just coping less and less and less all these symptoms were getting worse and worse and worse the more stressed out I got and Mm um it turns out my IBS wasn't wasn't really IBS it was a autoimmune condition that was just starting out all those years ago and then Mm -hmm. yeah um as my symptoms got worse and worse and worse I just 
ended up with a full-blown autoimmune disease um well two fibromyalgia and Hashimoto's thyroiditis so um yeah um I just I ended up in bed I couldn't even walk up the street um I couldn't mm -hmm. get up and down the stairs I just thought I was dying I felt like I was dying basically um it's unlike anything you've ever felt before it's mm. horrendous and and I just did not know what was happening to me I didn't know how to cope with it and having two kids just mm -hmm. just made me think I need to sort this out and that's what I did I set set myself on a mission to help myself and get myself out of this mess because I was going backwards and forwards to the doctors and they didn't know what was wrong with me they didn't they didn't know how to help me um so I had to help myself basically and here I am like killing it <laughs> basically, basically yeah. I'm, um well, I mean I'm not I'm not 100 I do live yeah. with an autoimmune disease and it's 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 hard to eradicate that completely but I know how to manage it and I know how to manage it really well and um yeah I'm doing so well now it's it's amazing well it's it's great to be able to get to that point and, you know, I really look forward to diving into that a little bit more. I'm just going to, for now, take you back to um, the, because you talk, you mentioned fibromyalgia and you mentioned Hashimoto's. So um, I know a bit about fibromyalgia because my mum suffers with that as well. Yeah. So, you know, I've heard things from her and I know how, absolutely debilitating that on its own can be um but some people listening might not know what it is and and how how it is where, when you've got that so say a little bit about where you were and and how it affected you on a sort of day-to-day -day basis um well the, the first thing was um I was just getting really 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 anxious and it was like it was it was anxious for no apparent reason I would just felt anxious all the time on edge mm. all the time and then it got to the day where I could not be touched I couldn't mm. be touched anywhere not even lightly not even mm. this not no one could even put a finger on my arm because it was excruciatingly painful mm. um it it was so scary I didn't know what was happening to me I I didn't have a clue um bed going to sleep you you just didn't get any sleep basically there was no sleep happening because you was just in pain um the pain's just yeah it was just so weird it was like it was constant and it was like just constantly aching constantly tight muscles everywhere um mm -hmm. and restless legs itching it was mm -hmm. like you just to get some relief it, you just had to rub your body and massage your body all the time mm -hmm. um, when it was at, it, as it at, at its worst it was I was in the bath all day basically because right. I, I the only relief that I could get was heat uh -huh. so if I wasn't in the bath just topping the bath up with hot water all day while the kids were at school um I was sat in bed with an electric blanket on full blast mm -hmm. and that was the only way that I could get get some relief so I could then 
once I've warmed all my muscles up, I get out of bed and go and cook the kids' tea or go and put the kids to bed or just do the basic things that I needed to do and then get back in the heat. It, it was it was hard. It was really, really hard. I feel mm. for people that have to go through that. Mm. I really do. And that, yeah, I mean, it obviously... It seems a long time. It seems a long, long way away now from where yeah. I was. Where I am now. Yeah. How long ago was that then? Well, to be honest, it was only it was only last year. Mm. It was only last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so, you know, the the effect, what you know, obviously you've mentioned you've got two children. Um, you know, how did you cope, you know, with you know, day-to-day life? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, being a mum, you just do, don't you? You just, you just do. And I think I made it worse for myself because I didn't want to burden anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm one of that's probably why I got ill in the first place. I'm, I'm one of these people that I don't, I don't want to he- ask for help. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to do everything all by myself. I, I want to, I, I, I don't want to be a burden on people. They've got their own lives. They've only, they've got their own stuff to do. So I don't want to be bugging mm-hmm. anybody um but because of because of that mind frame I just I, I got overwhelmed with responsibility and yeah, yeah. So, but my, my kids were older so they were 15 and 10 at the time yeah so it was a lot easier it was a lot easier to sit in the bath or go and lay in bed because the kids were old enough to not look after themselves obviously but you know yeah. everything Erin could look after Riley and sometimes have to put him to bed for me because she was 15. Yeah, um, yeah. Instead of like, yeah, if they're two, like, and three, <clears throat> two and three, you know. I don't know what I'd, I would have done. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and you know, it's interesting what you mentioned, that thing of not feeling like you could ask for help. Because I think a lot of people, particularly women, feel like they have to do it all like there's there's no other option you've got to keep going you you know and there's a there are massive consequences actually to not being able to open up and actually ask for help yeah and I very much feel that part of that is about self-love is about your ability to receive you know to be able to know that you are to love yourself enough to allow others to help you you know or ask for that to know that we're worthy of support of help yeah definitely I totally 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 agree because Mm. when I did open up and tell people they was they were devastated they Mm. were devastated that I didn't ask for help yeah even though like in in my head, it was like, don't bother anybody. Don't bother anybody. Mm-hmm. You, you manage on manage by yourself. You know, you, you don't want to bother anybody. They've got their own lives. So they've got their own things that they need to be de- dealing with. But actually, not asking for help, they told me off for not yeah. asking because they wanted to help. They wanted it's to help. Funny. They just didn't know what was going on because they didn't tell anybody. And that's it. And and thank you for saying that, because if anybody's listening and they're in that situation where they're thinking, I don't want to ask for help, you know, what will people think and um, and all of that? Well, do you know what? 
when you ask for help, it is a gift to somebody else. Yeah, like definitely. part of our, uh, a lot of people's purpose or feeling of satisfaction of contribution is something that is inbuilt in most of us that we have, you know, that we, it's one of the hierarchy uh, of needs, right? Contribution, making yeah. a difference yeah. is one of our hierarchies of needs, right? Obviously, it's, yeah. it, it's not the, the one that is, is uh, security at, uh, near the bottom of that, that pyramid. It's nearer the top, but that sense of contributing, people love to help others. So yeah. when, we, when we don't ask for help, we are denying somebody the pleasure yeah. of being able to support us. Definitely, yeah. But I, I didn't know that at the time. I yeah. didn't understand that, but... To be honest, when I look at myself, it's like I, I love to help people. Exactly. If, uh, and if I can't, I'll just I'll gently say no, I can't because I've got other things going on. But you you, you can still ask, and if they if they can't, then they can't. But if they can, they're going to love helping you. So yeah, absolutely. So yeah, yeah. So anybody in that position listening right now, no, go no. ask for help. People yeah. are waiting, and they you know they will feel disappointed they will feel not trusted yeah. you know this is the thing you know when we have a story when we have some a difficulty when we have something that we feel shame around because let's face it <clears throat> it's the shame that stops us from speaking up oh yeah. you know the shame of feeling like I should be coping or I shouldn't feel like this and all of that stuff it's shame that is playing out when we don't speak up and actually when we speak up for one it starts to break that shame cycle so I don't know if people listen to Brené Brown she yeah. talks about <laughs> having like your support web right mm. so the first step is speaking up yeah mm. to to start to dissolve that shame but that I think the magical thing when we speak up and tell people what is going on for us they go oh do you know what that's happening for me too yes or yes. I know somebody or you know yeah. they're relieved they're thinking thank goodness it's not yeah. just me who's struggling and they want they want to help but also you build connection you yeah. build that love between you and you also give somebody else the opportunity to share by you being vulnerable by us being vulnerable we give somebody else the opportunity to do the same and that yeah. creates this freedom mm. and you know gets rid of the shame so yeah I, I didn't know we were, we were going to talk about that but we did hey <laughs> Well, it's so important. It's so important. It's yeah, it, it, yeah. The more you talk about it, the more you realise lots of people go through the same thing that you do. You you think mm -hmm. that you're the only one struggling, and you're not. Everyone's struggling to some certain degree. Yeah. Um. But but them themselves don't talk about it either. So nobody yeah. knows. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows how much people are struggling because nobody wants to talk about it. And and the, and the and danger here. Wide, people are getting worse exactly and I think the danger is at the extreme you know I was um on Facebook this morning and somebody was sharing about their mom having committed suicide you know right. yeah. it, you know it can lead to extremes you know it can lead to people 
um, feeling like, you know, there's no way out. And that, you know, when yeah. we have, so, you know, when we can help others, when we have something that can help someone, um, you know, have some hope. It's that that is about hope, isn't it? You know, um, which is why I'm so delighted that you are stepping into sharing your story because it will give people hope. It it gives people um, the you know the path. And also, you know, one of the things you said to me in the past is like th that sense of imposter syndrome that comes up, you know, that we can all get like, who am I to yeah. tell people? Who am I to share my story? Yeah, um, but who are you not to? Because there'll be people just like you who've had a similar upbringing to you, you know, um, yeah. And I think that is so important because as soon as we share our story, people see themselves in us, right? Yeah. So, um, so I, I invite you to share a little bit more about your story in terms of like your background, like where you grew up, because, uh, you know, where, where you grew up and why it took you a while before you started realizing you need to share your story, like some of the barriers to that, because those parts of your story, you know, there'll be people will be able to relate to you, you know, where you live, the kind of person you are, you know, because some people think I am not, I'm not a doctor, I'm not you know we have a vision of the kind of person who shares their expertise or shares the experience being looking a certain way and we might not fit that image of what we've got out there right yeah. does that make sense yeah yeah yes so I invite you to share a bit about you know your your background and why you kind of felt that was a bit of a barrier to you um sharing your story that I know you are absolutely smashing through right now. So it's successful. <laughs> uh, this makes me a bit nervous, actually. Um, yeah. I don't really share this part. Um, uh -huh. So, yeah, I was brought up to me, normal, normal family, normal. Um, yeah, me and my brother, mum and dad. My dad was quite strict when we was little and he's not now. Um, um, lots of shouting, lots of, you know, you, you will behave or, or else, um, mm. that kind of upbringing, um, which was not, which was normal at the time. Everyone's, um, yep. dynamics were, were like that. It was, it was normal at the time. Yeah. Um, and we were brought up in an area that was, you know, normal council estate, rough, really area. Mm -hmm. Kids just about on the streets bored nothing to do um and the their idea it still is now there their idea of having fun was to take the mickey out of people and mm -hmm. call people and put people down and everyone would laugh and everyone thought it was hilarious everyone thought it was funny if you was taking the mickey out of somebody or mm -hmm. putting them down or that, that was life. You used to go out and it was constantly, let's take the mickey out of so-and-so and let's all laugh about it. That that was their idea of fun. And I'm quite sure <laughs> they're all still like that now there. Um, so, you know, in, in, the, in my mind, it, I've, I've got 
lots of people's um, opinions of mm -hmm. who do you think you are laughing at me? Who mm -hmm. do you think you are? You're not a doctor. Who do you think you are? Like, mm -hmm. like, like putting me down, putting me down, putting me down because they thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. um, so that's in the back of my mind all the time. So although I want to reach out and help people, it's took me quite a long time to do it because I've got these voices in my mind saying, mm -hmm. who do you think you are? Like, you're, who, who are you to be thinking that you can help people? You're not a doctor. Who, who, who are you to be? Yeah. Oh, I've just... You've just accidentally muted yourself. And like, you know, Keely, I think a lot of people will be able to relate to this. You know, a lot of people will have those thoughts as well. You know, yeah. like, who am I to? And um, I, I did a podcast episode uh, that that um, shared Nelson Mandela's inaugural speech. And within that, he says, who are you not to shine? You know, who are you not to? Um, because we were all, we, we are all born with that gift of being able to inspire others. We are all born with that gift. The light is in us all, not just in a few people, it's in us all. Yeah, so, it's, it's yeah. just a constant, it's not constant, but it shows up a lot that mm -hmm. you just, you're not good enough to be mm -hmm. doing it. Mm. You're not good enough. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm sure everybody's got it to a certain degree. Um, yeah. But yeah, my mind pops up a lot. And I think that might be what got me in into the illness in the first place, not thinking that I was good enough. And yeah, that's so interesting. I a lot of pressure on myself to be good enough, trying to prove myself all the time. Actually yeah. Put me in bed. <laughs> yes, yes. So it sounds like that 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 kind of fed your conditions, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Mm. And then um doing a lot of mindset stuff and mm -hmm. helping myself realise that, you know, um I do love myself. Um yes. which is an ongoing process. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, helps you get out of that whole it get it helps you get out from where you are it help it helps you heal it helps you get better you, you whoever's listening you've got to love yourself yeah and you can't and you can't fake it you can't just keep telling yourself and faking it you've got to actually deep down love yourself and appreciate yourself and the healing starts happening Mm. I, can't, mm. yeah, I can't say that enough. I mean, it's interesting you saying about not being able to fake it because there is that kind of saying, fake it till you make it. And yeah. um, I, I was on a call the other, other night and a guy shared this mirror exercise where, you know, and, and I think mirror exercises can be really helpful with self-love to because that repetition and it might take a while yeah. for it to actually sink in so yeah. you know for you I've to done it this morning yeah messaged you. I've just done it this morning and Have it's you? so effective <clears throat> tell us about <clears throat> it tell us about it <clears throat> sorry I've got a frog in my brain um, right. yeah so <clears throat> those two sentences that you sent me um uh -huh. I've, I've sat down and said them in the mirror this morning, but instead of just standing there looking at myself 
and saying them 10 times really, really quickly and then getting on with the kids' packed lunches. I've actually, yeah. I've actually sat there, grounded myself, took some deep breaths, make sure I was, um, make sure I was actually there with myself and not, my mind's yes. not somewhere else, rushing somewhere else. Um, yeah. yeah, get grounded and then look, look at myself in, in the eyes and tell myself that, I appreciate myself and I love myself for who I are, who I am. And um, even though a, a little bit of me thinks that I don't um, deserve mm-hmm. all this, um, all this that I'm doing, um, I still love myself and appreciate myself anyway. Yes. And I did, that, I did that 10 times over looking at myself in the eyes, in the mirror. And I could feel it. <laughs> I could feel it. It was, it was so good um and it lasted a couple of it lasted a couple of hours and then I started to forget and started Mm -hmm. to rush and started Mm -hmm. to prove myself um I just I just went and did it again (laughs) I love that yeah go do it again and this is great so for anybody listening like Keely says it's not about just saying those things it's about that connection it's a so the breath so Keely's just mentioned her breath being present really connecting with that you know really feeling it connecting with it deeply um you know a simple thing that you can go away and do now that that we've just shared today that you can go and do now so tell us Keely what other things have you been doing then over this last year that has created this incredible transformation for you so what else what other ingredients you know, obviously we haven't got time for you to, <laughs> to tell us exactly um, how to go from that place of being hurting, uh, you know, miserable, feeling stuck and in bed and in pain to actually having the vibrancy that I can see. It's like you're glowing. I know the sun's shining through the window, but you are glowing as well. You really are. And so share what can you share with us about your journey obviously if people want support from you they you know they'll be able to get in contact with you and and work with you over a period of time you know to help them get that kind of transformation yeah but what can you share with us today you know about some of the ingredients that kind of helped you get from where you were to where you are today okay so there was a lot of supplements that I learned about yeah. Um, I've done so 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 much research and I've actually just used myself as a guinea pig so I know what works and I know what doesn't work yeah um, so yeah lots of supplements there's lots of vitamins that um, when you're not managing your stress and um, you've got low thyroid or high thyroid um, and and gut problems and stomach problems mm-hmm. you you will be lacking in lots of vitamins and minerals so they need to be boosted for you to yeah to start feeling better basically yeah um and then there's a lot of work on um feeling like a victim mm-hmm. it, it's massive mm-hmm. so if you if you if you let the if you're letting the illness take over you and you're feeling sorry for yourself or you're letting outside um outside things affect you so much that you you because you're feeling like a victim all the time and you feel like you can't do anything about the situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of work on that. Mm-hmm. So you need to, 
yeah, you need, it's hard. You need to get out of victim mode and start taking control of mm-hmm. your life, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and try and stop blaming, blaming your illness, blaming people, blaming your situation, blame, 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 blame. That 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 needs a lot of work on as well because the, you you can be in control of your own life without feeling like a victim and feeling like you need to blame everybody else and mm-hmm. just take take some responsibility take take control take life back just take it back because yes. it, it, it can be done and that and that on its own will get you out of your hole for a mm-hmm. start um yeah. and then and then parenting yourself as well mm-hmm. you know if you don't if there's something that you don't want to do you got to do it anyway it's life you're a parent you 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 know you're not a little kid anymore you can't just ignore things that important things that need doing or um I'm going to say people aren't going to like this but a lot of people think you've got you've got you've got a chronic illness so everybody else needs to be rallying around after you I know you, you need to reach out for help yes obviously you do but um a lot of people sink into this autoimmune disease sink into this chronic illness and think I can't cope I can't do anything for me for me for me and then let mm-hmm. everybody else do everything for you and they stay down there they stay down there because the other people are rallying around after them and they don't have to do anything but that's keeping you poorly that's keeping you unwell you it's it, it's interesting get out of that mind frame so if I'm a single yeah. mom with two kids and I live on my own um if I can get out get out of this hole and get myself better on my own without a husband rallying around after me without my kids running around after me then then that's what needs to be done we need to take responsibility for our own health and take yeah take the reins take 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 your life back Mm -hmm. and don't 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 fall into this health condition where you think that you can't do anything and, you, and everybody else needs to do everything for you because that's just keeping you down there. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, it's interesting what you've just said because a bit earlier, you know, we were talking about asking for help. Yeah, yeah. And ask for help if you really, really need the help. Obviously, if you're in agony, yeah. you can ask for help, but don't let that help like take over and just. Yeah. don't do anything ever again because you think you're too ill because that's uh, that's not going to get you anywhere so it sounds like you're talking about a balance there yeah between um you know getting the help asking for the help loving yourself enough to have the support yeah but not allowing your uh condition to foster a victim mentality yeah definitely that's exactly what I'm saying yeah 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 Yeah. so um yeah so so interesting so so that's the journey you've been on huh yeah so you know so if you need if you need help with the kids Mm because you've got loads of things going on you need help with the kids get some help with the kids but to do with your own health you you need you need to take the reins and take take your health back so yeah if you whatever you need to do to get your health back on track you you need to do that so while you're loving yourself and doing things for yourself and and um yeah 
working on your health if you need someone to mind your kids yeah get the help get the help for your kids but you you need to do things for yourself to get your your health back you you've got to take that responsibility Mm. yeah and you know it's 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 interesting isn't it because um we can also put the risk leave the responsibility with doctors as well you know um and you know I always think you know doctors do an amazing job they are an incredible resource and you know there's marrying that with our instincts as well and you know that taking responsibility for our own bodies and our own health and using the resources available um but yeah yeah definitely if i'd if i'd just um i'm not dissing doctors (laughs) i'm not um but if i'd just listened to the doctors i wouldn't be here now Mm -hmm. i wouldn't wouldn't be where i am now i'd still be on the sofa i'd be out of a job i'd Mm -hmm. i'd yeah I'd just be asleep all day and taking meds and yeah that was an on disability allowance and not working that's that that was the route that I was going on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. listening to the doctors mm-hmm. um I don't think they really know what to do with people like us I don't well, it's tricky I've and nothing I against doctors but yeah I really, really don't think they they've got the knowledge to help all our different we have we have like hundreds of different symptoms yeah when we, go in, when we go into a doctor's office and they've only got 10 minutes yeah they've only got 10 minutes and then they need to sit, see the next person if we're mm-hmm. going in there with 10 15 symptoms mm-hmm. they, they, they're trying to um they're trying to fix each symptom individually when mm-hmm. really it comes as a as one and that's a good point isn't it it is yeah. this um because i've i've seen that with my mum there there are so many different aspects to this oh, for, yeah. to her fibromyalgia and, and she's got spondylitis as well so it, you know when you've yeah. got overlapping kind of conditions and symptoms yeah there's this holistic picture and i suppose it sounds like you're saying that as an individual that we need to hold that holistic yeah. picture for ourselves because the doctor doesn't have that holistic picture they have no. the 10 minutes and the 10 minutes and the 10 minutes right yeah we're the ones yeah. that hold the holistic picture yeah and I think that's why um a lot of the times when you're going in there with 10 15 symptoms and they're all different you've got head gut um muscle yeah. um eye, eye symptoms every every symptom loads of symptoms um they ju- they just say they, they they don't know what to do with you and you come out thinking well that was a waste of time they think i'm a hypochondriac um mm-hmm. and they send you for blood tests and more tests and more tests and everything comes back normal so then they're saying you just you just need antidepressants it's all in your head and mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. just makes you feel worse but the these symptoms are physical symptoms mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they they are real physical symptoms but the doctors aren't really they're not educated enough to help really with autoimmune diseases they're, they're not they're, well they're not they specialists in that they're not specialists, no and they they can just manage each 
symptom individually. So if you've got a mm. stomachache, they'll give you something for you. They'll give you PPIs for your stomach. Or if, they, if you've got pain, they'll give you a painkiller, but mm-hmm. they don't actually get to the root cause of mm-hmm. what causing all these symptoms. They don't, they don't go, they don't go there. They just yeah. try and fix each little symptom that you've got. And that you can end up on loads and loads of meds treating all these different symptoms but not actually getting to the root cause of why why you like that in the first place yeah Yeah. so um tell us a bit about what you offer then in terms of helping people to get you know to 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 on this path of wellness um well um my vision is just to take people step by step from where you know from where I was because I know there's loads of people out there where where I was and they Mm. don't know I don't they don't know where to turn I want to help people get from stuck in bed in agony with anxiety through the roof to where I am now managing symptoms naturally um and feeling like you've got you've got your life back Uh, and I just want to I've learned so much on this journey, like so, so much. And I just, I don't want it to go to waste. I just want to help people. So whoever's like, whoever's on board with trying something completely different, because it will be something completely different (laughs) to what you know. If all you know is going to the doctors and listening to the doctors, then this is going to blow your mind. It's going to be something completely different. Um, Yeah, if someone's um actually ready to try something completely different and learn how their body's working and mm-hmm. yeah learn the ins and outs of why they are the way that they are then yeah I'm 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 gonna be ready soon to help people take take them on take them on my journey that I've that I've gone on. Yeah. Perfect. So if you're wanting to connect with Keely um in the description of this podcast you'll see her links there so you can connect with her and um, get in touch with her there um yeah so thank you so much Keely do you know I I I I know I say this a lot but I do genuinely feel like we could talk about this for hours um It's been great. I need to wrap up the podcast. Um, but it's been amazing to speak to you, to find out about your journey and about how you can help others to get their get their lives back. So yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you so much.